We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm your host, Jethro Jones, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. This episode is brought to you by John Cat Educational, a professional development publisher serving as the global leader in combining both research and practice in all materials. Find timely PD publications to support yourself and your faculty by visiting them online at us.johncatbookshop.com. Great instruction gets students engaged. TeachFX equips teachers with the instructional strategies and job-embedded feedback they need to get students engaged in virtual or in-person classes. Learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer at teachfx.com slash transformative principle. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I am very excited to have Kimberly Viana on the program today. She is a principal in San Francisco, and education is her second career. She spent most of the time in the best place in education, which is middle school. And she's been administrator in both high school and middle school. And she's serving her middle school community as a principal for the last three years. She was born and raised there in San Francisco and has raised her children in the East Bay, where she has taught and worked in partnership with families and teachers for the future of our world. And I am excited to talk with you today, Kimberly. Thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle. Thank you so much. It's really an honor for me to uh, be on your show. I'm excited to talk to you because as I've mentioned on the podcast numerous times, I've been um, calling and talking with people who I have interacted with online and calling and talking with people who have bought communication cards for me and and people I've connected with. And when I talked to you, one of the things that you said is that by building relationships, you changed a ton in your first year. And I think that that is, that is just really amazing because I've always believed that change can happen faster 
than we typically see it happen in education, but there's got to be a way to do that. And so you said that that was really from building relationships. So I wanted to talk to you about that and share the wisdom of what you're doing with other people who are listening. So thank you for taking the time to do that. So let's start with that relationships. How did you make so much change happen by building relationships? I think in the core of being the human that I am is really about meeting and getting to know people um, because I really feel like you need to know someone's story to really understand them and grow together. Uh, And I think the basis of education and what we do with the youth is really about getting them to learn their story and develop it. And so it's crucial to do that with the adults. Um, I moved to the area where I'm a principal right now. I did not teach in this area. Um, I did raise my children in this area. So for me, it was starting brand new with a, a group of people I'd never met before. Everyone says the first thing you do as a principal is you don't make any changes. Thinking that way, because to me, the most important thing was to build relationships and get to know people. I'm a very social person. I think that like this whole um, period right now has been difficult because of that social element. But like we serve hot meals three days a week. So I still encounter children and adults and being within the community But I think the most important thing when I started being the principal here was I wanted to get to know the people that worked here. I wanted to know what they thought. I wanted to know what they believed in. Like, what was their why? Why did they get into education? Probably the most important thing that I did when I started was I met with every single staff member. And to me, I think what's really important is getting the message across that it is every staff member on your school site. That means it's not every teacher right? It's getting to know the custodians. It's getting to know all of my aides. It's getting to know my classified staff. Like all of those people make such a world of difference for every student, right? And not only making a world of difference for every student, but it's like anybody that encounters our school. So what I did was um, I set aside and made an appointment with every single staff member and, and really just sat down. It was just like, tell me about yourself. You know, there was no agenda. You, know, you, you could tell me what you wanted to tell me. And um, by doing that, then I really started finding like where people's strengths were and what they wanted to do and how they wanted to do that. And a lot of shifts happened naturally because it just unfolded. I built those relationships. And so it was like, oh, you know, I think we need to do this for students. And, and I said, why? And people were like, oh, we're totally on board with you. Or, you know, how can we make that work here? Or what do you see? different and in how would you like changes happening on this campus? I think that one thing that was nice is that they were ripe for the picking as far as like wanting, they wanted to make some changes, but status quo was easy, right? It is super easy to just do your position, right? Do your job. I'm all about like bringing the community together. You know, I taught English history and leadership. So for me, it was a matter of let, let's do things together. So we only did one staff meeting a month, but what I did is every Wednesday before anybody went off to any other meeting, we gathered and did something. So sometimes the PE department taught a dance move. Sometimes we got together and did two truths and a lie. Sometimes we got together, pulled out our cell phone and shared pictures. But I made sure that we rotated along so that we could get to know one another And by doing that, then we became this community and wanted to hang out together and do things. And then we started opening the door to talk about what we were teaching in our classrooms, 
What were we doing as far as assessing students? What could we do better? And it just all kind of naturally then started happening in that way. And I, I can't stress enough about the idea, like it is about seeing the person in front of you. And by doing that and, and having that creation, then that's, then they started seeing the students in front of them. And it is like everybody wants to share their story and it, it's like essential for us to be humans is to know our story. Yeah. So th- there's a lot to unpack there in that first couple minutes of you describing what you did. A couple things that I, that I just want to focus on is number one, you met with everybody um, and giving your undivided attention with no agenda to everybody and asking them to just tell you about them. I, I think that's a really smart way to get started. In my schools that I went to, I would ask a, what should we stop, start and continue? And I feel like I jumped the gun and I didn't get to know people first. And because I loved what you said about how once we got to know each other, then we could start talking about students and grading and assessment and teaching and all that kind of stuff. Because once you know that the other person is a person, it makes it easier to have those conversations. Why do you think it's so important for that to happen to get to know each other informally first before you get to know each other formally? I mean, I think uh, that's I in our nature. And I think that we forget in school, what should we be doing naturally? And I think that's the part is that our world has been so focused on what do we need to learn? What do we need to do to succeed? How do we get farther ahead? How do we have this competition being, you know, catapulting these kids forward when really it's about like, how do we relate to one another? How do we get along? Like if we can do those things and show, you know, kindness to each other, respect to one another and do those pieces, that's how we're going to propel our society. And by doing that with them as adults, it opened the door to allow that experience to happen with the students. So when you do that yourself, you allow yourself to, to share more about yourself and then you feel safe to share some of the other parts that really we do a lot of judging on um, in education, you know, a lot of judging about how good of a teacher you are, whether or not your kids are performing well, all that kind of stuff. And, and by taking the approach you took, you can get to know each other and know that they're just like you struggling with the same things you're struggling with, love the same kind of things that you love. And so it makes it easier to then share that next step. Right. And I think a piece of that was like, for me, like, because when I became a vice principal, Like my thing was as a teacher, I wanted people to come in my room, come and see what I'm doing, come meet my students, come see their writing, come read with them, like do those kind of interactive things. And so when I became an admin, that was a crucial element to me because this is about growing ourselves as well. And so it's a matter of, I don't have all the answers. And I want to learn from you. And the only way that I can do that is to be with you. And so one big thing is that as a vice principal, but also then as a principal, like I'm in these classrooms and it's not a matter of, it's not a judgment piece. Like it's about like, I want to see what's going on in there. Like I want to know for the students, I want to know for the teachers. And then I, I can see all of those different activities that are going on, but I can also speak to them then, right? Like when students have a struggle or parents think something like I know because I've been in there. And I think that's the other piece to this relationship is that by being constantly in their room, 
and being in and out and being on the blacktop and being out in the quad and, and being ever present in that way is that learning and building relationships is then we were growing together and still are. That's such a big piece to me is that that needs to keep going. Like you can't just be like, oh, hi, I've gotten to meet you and we've done this. And now three years down the line, I'm not still getting to know you more. I am like, and doing those pieces. Let's talk a little bit about building those relationships with the community, with the parents and with business people in the community. How have you gone about developing those relationships? I think one element of that is really it's communication. And it's a matter of let's sit and talk. And one way to do that is definitely like through an email, um, but I do newsletters um, and I put stuff out and, you know, I communicate in written form and I've made sure like I have every single parent and guardian in my newsletter. Like I get everything to them. And so they can see that I was doing, you know, the morning coffee. Um, but what I've done this year is I do the virtual visit with Viana. And so we're doing, we do a Zoom meeting on Friday mornings. And so they have that opportunity. And I'm, you know, very active in the PFA or it's like a PTA, so our Parent Faculty Association um, and having those open forum meetings and going to board meetings, um, being part of that. So I'm a visible member so that you can ask me questions. And, and so that's why I think going out and being in like the local stores and being out and about so people know who I am. and one thing is, which you can't see on my your podcast, um, but like I have purple hair. And so I'll go into Pete's Coffee and they'll be like, are you the principal? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I am the principal. You know, it's just because I'm out there. And so it's good to do that and build that and then share your story. You know, and that's what I do. I share the story of the things that we're doing on this campus. Um, and I think that's an important piece to it. So it is about clear communication, but it's really being available for communication. My parents and guardians do not hesitate. My students do not hesitate um, to send me an email, to make a phone call, to come by the office. And I think that's really important so that they can use their voice to understand and I can help guide them and on the path that we're on. So they probably feel comfortable coming and talking to you, emailing you, calling you, whatever it is, because they know that you're going to listen to them because you've listened in the past to things that aren't, quote unquote, important to a school principal, right? So you've you've listened in things that are important to them. So they know that you're going to continue to listen to things that are important to them. What I really appreciate about that, Kim, is that when you make that kind of a choice to listen to the unimportant things, then the important things that you do listen to have much more weight. And it's unimportant to you because looking at at other people's kids and the videos they show and all that kind of stuff, that, that doesn't matter all that much in the grand scheme of things. But it tells that person that you're willing to spend time on things that they value, which is, you know, incredibly important in the grand scheme of things. John Cat Educational supports high quality teaching and learning by providing publications that are research based, practical and focused on the key topics proven essential in today's and tomorrow's schools. The latest John Cat publications include a book whose bold, transformative ideas amaze and infuriate people around the world, according to one reviewer, a title from Global Leaders in Curriculum Planning, Practice, and Retrieval, 
One book that says stop talking and start doing with regard to teacher well-being and much more. These books used by educators of all roles across North America and worldwide amplify fresh, engaging voices with practical strategies to create transformative change. Learn more in our show notes at jethrojones.com slash podcast. During COVID, every teacher is a new teacher. That's why innovative school leaders are turning to TeachFX, whose professional learning platform doubles student engagement online or in person. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com slash transformative principle. I created a new podcast with my friend Frederick Lane called Cyber Traps. We are exploring the myriad risks and adverse consequences that can arise from the use and misuse of digital devices and electronic communication tools. Please subscribe to the Cyber Traps podcast, and if you like it, please give us a rating. Here's an excerpt from an interview with Eric Stevens on the value of identity and being ethical in our work with underserved populations. If I approach my research with the intention of helping a group of people, but I am using the data that they themselves have created and have been replicated by their, their own personal identity, replicated over and over and over and over, my research is already flawed ethically. Some people, that's not a big thing. For me, it was problematic because I didn't want to feel like I was exploiting people, but I still wanted to help. What I ended up creating was I wanted to understand the prison system at the language level across time um, and across space in the United States. Um, Basically, I wanted to understand if we send a person to prison, we're sending them to a correctional facility um, with correctional officers. And we give them handbooks to say, hey, this is what you should be doing. What I wanted to answer was at the language level with the technical documents that we hand to um, an inmate, what are we correcting them to? To what standard are we asking them to be at the language level? Check out more from this interview at cybertraps.com slash seven. I want to pause here for just a minute and talk about just how important this is that Kimberly is spending short amounts of time on the little things that matter so much. This is so valuable. And this is one of the things that we talk about in the mastermind a lot. In order to be transformative principles, we have to do something to transform the lives of other people. If that's what you want to do, I want you to be in the mastermind with us. This is the place where I help you live up to your own potential to change lives in the way that matters to you. So go to jethrojones.com slash mastermind And go ahead and fill out that application, and let's get started talking about how we can help you live up to your potential. That's jethrojones.com slash mastermind. Hey, middle school principals. What if I told you that all your teachers had to do to teach your students really valuable social and emotional competencies was just press play? In Control SEL is a fully automated video curriculum that teachers and students absolutely love. And that's because it's easy. And it looks just like a Netflix or a YouTube show. So all you have to do to hear about how it can completely transform your school is schedule your call. Tell us Jethro sent you and you'll get 20% off if you feel like it's a good fit. So go now to www.incontrolsel.com slash strategy call to schedule your call today. The link will be in the show notes. 
how else do you show that people matter to you personally? I think it's probably that recognition piece to it also and, and making that extra effort of like sending the postcards, you know, and reaching out and, and leaving a note behind. And it's, it's those little things like I can't go out and buy everybody a present, right? I can't go out and buy everybody a new staff shirt. Like I don't, I don't have funding for any of those kind of things. And to me, I don't think that that is the meaningful connection. I think it is the meaningful connection, sharing that story and sharing those words. And I think that's the piece of me doing that. And it is, it's making that phone call. It's sending the text message and it is to students and to teachers and to, you know, all the different levels of my staff within my community and doing those pieces. As you've been able to make some of these changes, what do you feel are the big changes that you made that, that happened naturally because of the way that you had set things up in the beginning with building those relationships? I think one piece is the idea of recognizing the students and their needs. We started an advisory period, which is difficult depending on like if I'm teaching math, then I love the advisory period because I can spend time in, you know, working on your math skills if that's what you need help with. So it's a matter of like, what else can we do to support these students? Because it's really, to me, it's a matter of like having students connecting with adults that can support them through all of the different parts of them. It's not just about academics. It's really about doing and addressing social emotional learning. Um, I think the other piece is, is like right now we're in the process of looking at you know, grading. And that, that's a really sticky, sticky, sticky area. And it's hard in distance conversations to have that, but it's a matter of keep bringing back that lens. So yes, it's a matter of like, are you seeing the students in front of you and why are you doing what you're doing? And I think a piece of that is, is that why? So it's always a matter of like, but why? And why is it important? And is it something we want to hang on to? And it shouldn't be just because this is what we've always done. Initially, when I first started here, so at lunchtime, they kept them all up in, we had two lunches, kept them all up in the quad, right? And everybody had to stay there for 10 minutes. And then they could storm down to the blacktop, you know, after 10 minutes. Well, they were running over each other. And I mean, literally killing each other by, you know, storming down there. And there was garbage. And some of them were like, I still need to eat. And so they're trying to eat down there and all these different things. And it was like, why do we do this? Why, why is this red line here? And why do you hold them there? It's like, well, they need to eat. Well, half of them had just had brunch, you know, 35 minutes before. They're not hungry. They want to come down and they want to be on the blacktop. And it was like this whole ordeal and process. And how do you do this? And how do you get a ball? And are they available? And it was like, okay, what do we really need to do with them? Like, what's most important? And the idea was like, most important is like, you need to get out and run around. You know, I mean, the joy of middle school is like, they've got tons and tons of energy. And so let them get out there and enjoy it because they are sitting, like sitting in a class hour after hour. It's like, let's do that and unleash that. So looking at like, why do we do this? Like, why was this designed the way that it was? And then the idea of like lunch service, looking at like, why was it taking so long for kids to get lunch, right? And doing those pieces. And it's like, what else could we do? We kind of reworked the whole system, standing there, walking through and asking. But the big piece of that was like asking kids about it, like what it was and it was great. Like we've redesigned the whole thing and kids are in and out of there in 10 minutes. And so the idea of having, you know, 900, a thousand kids that need to go through food service, but also need to have running around time. 
And so it was just like being a part of like actively looking and asking and, and seeing what was happening in front of that rather than just like, well, this is how it's always been done. And so I think that's a piece of it. And why do we grade the way that we grade? Why is that purposeful? What is the necessity of this? And by building relationships first and being like, I've been in your position. Like I taught for all of these years. I know what it is. You see me in your classrooms. And so when I ask you about things or we want to have a conversation about it, they know I'm not going in there for an alternative motive to catch them on something. They know that I'm here to help them grow and to see what we can do better. And it it just all seems to naturally happen, but it naturally happens because you have to take the time and energy. Like you have to get to know the people. You're talking about not having an ulterior motive. And often that's how we as principals are perceived that we do have an ulterior motive and that we're trying to get teachers or students to do what we want them to do and what you sounds like we're very clearly saying is we want this to be better. And right now, is anybody happy about kids storming down to the blacktop and kids getting hurt on their way? No, nobody's happy about that. So how can we make this better? And when it when you approach things in that manner, the change is not as scary as we need to do this new initiative and it's going to be totally different than what we've experienced. And it's a much easier pill to swallow and a much more comfortable way to to make those changes because you're just talking about making things better for everybody. And I think most people can get behind. They want things to be better. You know, nobody wants kids to get hurt unintentionally. The interview just before this one with Ira Sokol would be really good because we talked about a lot of the same things about asking the question of why we're doing something a certain way. And if there's not a good reason then we should just change it. And if we're doing it just because it's always been done that way, I was principal of a school that was a middle school that was three grades and one that was two grades. And I said this last week with Ira also, but if we wanted to change something, we could because a whole new group of kids were coming in and 50% of our students would change. And in a three-year school, then 33% of the school would change, at least not to mention all the kids who move in and move out. We get connected to these ideas of how things are and these traditions can carry on for years, even when, you know, the people, anybody who remembers why we actually did in the first place could be long gone at that point. But when you are actively trying to make things better for everybody who's there, people can see that, they can tell, and then they're willing to adapt to those changes that you're suggesting because you're not really trying to change, you're trying to make things better and it's not as intrusive. Right. And I think that's the thing is that it's for it's and it's not just for one group. And that's the thing is that the the school, that's the part, right, is that the teachers are going to be the mainstay. They don't come in and out. The kids come in and out. They cycle out every year. Right. And every three years you you have this new crop. And per se, a lot of them also feel like admin go in and out. Right. Depending on where that is. And so it's like if they're the mainstay. It's working with them on what's important that it is about the kids. It is about the staff. It is bringing those groups together and and that piece. 
Absolutely. And I, I do think it was funny that you mentioned making the lunch line go faster because that was a big problem in my middle school as well. And I, I wrote about how we did that process in the book School X that I wrote that was released this last year. And it's so. funny that, that that is an issue that other middle schools face as well. In closing, Kim, what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative principal like you? Have a conversation with your staff. Like each person, I would say is that it's important to make sure that you see the people in front of you. And and I think that's the part. I make sure that when everyone leaves my office building, like we say goodbye. Like I say hello. Like when I come in in the morning, I go to every classroom that has a classroom teacher in it. Like I say hello, check in with them. And I went around today, I, I decided like, oh my gosh, it's November 30th. Did we do an emergency drill this month yet? And I'm like, oh, we did not. So guess what we are. So I went to every single classroom and said, we're doing a fire drill today. So I'm going to do it. What do you think about this time? And it was like, okay, yeah. So I think what I would say is like, see the people in front of you, like see the people in front of you and connect with them. It, it's the hello. It's the good morning. It, it's the goodbye at the end of the day. Those are like important, like key essentials to being humans to one another. Very good. I want to thank you uh, for being part of Transformative Principal, Kimberly. If you want to learn more from her and follow her, you can follow her on Twitter at KVayana. That's K-V-A-I-A-N-A. And uh, thank you so much again for being part of Transformative Principal. Thank you for everything that you do. I thoroughly enjoy being a part of, you know, growing myself through things that you see and that I hear about and the people that, you know, are involved with you. So thank you for helping me be transformative. Thank you to our valued partner, John Cat Educational. If you are a leader looking to make transformative change by providing yourself and your leaders and teachers with professional development that is research-based and rigorous, yet easy to digest and full of practical strategies, check out the latest publications from John Cat. Visit us.johncatbookshop.com to find information on bulk orders or learn much more in our show notes. You can also use the code TRANSFORMATIVE to save a bundle at us.johncatbookshop.com. School principals across the country are using TeachFX's virtual PD and job-embedded feedback to boost student engagement during COVID. With TeachFX, teachers get eight times more feedback and generate 144% more student engagement on average in a school year with no additional work for school leaders or teachers. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com slash principle. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, 
meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.